cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, the internet's premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, and I'm Em, and that's Autumn. Hi, I'm Autumn. It's Batman time. Fucking Batman time. Uh, <laughs> I would say it's Batman time, but honestly, fuck Batman. <laughs> As they say in Titans, the famous HBO television show. I'm pretty sure they've also said it uh, in Harley Quinn, the other famous HBO television show. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, I've I've been watching Titans. That's what I've been doing. I've been watching Harley Quinn. Um, and I don't think I read any comics this week. I think uh, I think watching this show is about the only like batman thing i've done this week so yeah so you want to talk about harley quinn first i finished season two of harley quinn so now i just gotta wait for the next season to drop um yeah i watched uh the first six episodes today um it's just really fucking good um it's a little bit like like there's a part of it's like a little bit of a guilty pleasure because i'm like um what am I trying to say? It's kind of like, oh, like, pop feminism, like, girl boss, um, stuff. But I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Like, I, I just saw, like, shit in the last episode that I'm like, oh, I went to therapy and learned that. And I'm like, ah, I love seeing that in a cartoon. <laughs> um, it's just a good show. Um, I love all the, like, uh, blood and guts and the jokes are funny and I'm really in love with all these characters. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I don't have, like, any, like, thoughts about it, other than, like, it is just the most, like, uh, bingeable show that I've watched in a little while, I feel like, you know? Yeah. Um, I wish I liked the, um, I like Harley and Ivy, and I will, I'm not, I like King Shark a lot, I'm not as huge on, um, Clayface and, uh, Dr. Psycho, those guys, like, I'm just, like, yeah, all right. These are characters who are here. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Doctor Psycho fucking sucks. Just as a person, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> it is funny. Um, like you told me on the last episode, some of the jokes because you were just like you know talking about the show, and I, they still fucking got me. Like I still. <laughs> I still crack the fuck up when um uh Dr. Psycho uses the C word on TV and gets um gets canceled by the Legion of Doom. Like it's just a funny bit. Um Yeah, that's all I had really. <laughs> yeah. 
Fair enough. I um I started watching Titans again. I'd watched the first season last year, um, and then kind of fell off it. And I came back to it because I ran out of Harley Quinn, and uh, which is still good, by the way, through season two. Uh, I like season two probably more than season one. I think it's like ambitious and interesting, and I'm really excited for season three. Anyway, Titans. Um, I watched all of season two, and that's been pretty good. Um, season one was like dealing with like Raven and like the the, the Trigon stuff. And then season two's been about, was about Deathstroke, uh, and Rose and Jericho and all the like, you know, the Deathstroke story when it interfaces with the Titans. Um, but season three, which just started like last week and, uh, like first three episodes dropped, then episode four dropped today, um, is about like the death and the family stuff, but like it just instantly goes to Red Hood, um, like Jason Todd gets killed by the Joker and then Batman disappears basically because Batman's fucking awful in the Titans universe. Just the worst man. Um, <laughs> Cause he, he's played by Ian Glenn. Who's like, he's, he's 60. Like he's old and like he, he, you know, he had Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson grew up and became Nightwing. And then he's got Jason Todd uh, who fucking sucks, but is like a teenager. Maybe he's in his early twenties or whatever, but he's like young. Um, and then he's like, you know, but he's an old man, like Alfred's dead. He's just like a tired, worn out Batman um, who's ready to recruit kids into his private war. But now he's bounced and uh, Red Hood's back and it's Dick and Jason fighting over who's going to be the one in charge of Gotham and why. And that part's <laughs> sick. <laughs> um, I didn't have a ton of interest in uh, that show when it, dra- when it dropped because like the... Um... The first trailer was like it had the fuck Batman thing. I was like, oh, this is going to be an Edgelord show, but it seemed it seems kind of interesting from how you've been talking about it. And also, I didn't know Trigon was in that first season. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> uh, he's the yeah. worst, but uh, I want to see him in a TV show. So that first that first season is like real up and down. It's got like X Men the original movie problem where like they don't. It's not comic booky enough uh, mm. for me. Mm. Um. And, but I feel like they've just drifted harder and harder into just comic book shit now. Like, Crypto is a titan. And he's just a dog <laughs> that has special powers. So. Um, yeah, I, um, one of the things I've been really liking about Harley Quinn is, like, how comic booky and, like, ridiculous and, like, um, I don't know. Like, I tweet a lot about, like, oh, wouldn't it be fun and cute if, like, um, like, Batman and Robin went to a gas station together, and, like, Batman was just frowning at how much sodium everything has while Robin was, like, stuffing his face That is what Harley Quinn is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just want, like, the the slice-of-life, like, uh, superhero thing, and I really, even after you told me about it, I was like, oh, that seems cool, but, um, it's really just that. It's really just, like, normal TV show, but about superheroes, and, like, well, super villains in like the way that I really fucking want. Um, that's just what that show is. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's surprising how good it is. Yeah. I, I feel like DC TV is just in a really good place. I mean, I guess I am not checking on Arrowverse. Um, but I like both these shows. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched Arrowverse in a long time, but I really liked what I saw generally. So, um, yeah. Uh, um, and then I kept, oh, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I was trying to think of what to say next, so if you got something, go. I kept reading Morrison Batman, the Zora oh, Rat. Right. <laughs> uh so I'd read that one that was like all prose and that was obnoxious, whatever. And then the next two were Batman g- picking up the story after like the stuff with the um like in London with all the man bats or whatever. He's like investigating some like it it introduces a concept that I'd read about before but hadn't seen of like the three like Batman of like like the three ghosts of Batman that Bruce had witnessed. Mm-hmm. It almost feels I'm just reading the Batman issues. Is this tying someone write in, let me know if this is tying into a different book that I also should be reading, because it feels like it's making like leaps in like storytelling, like I'm supposed to be understanding what's going on, but also that's just Grant Morrison's whole vibe all the time anyway, so I can't tell what is Morrisonisms and what is just uh I'm reading it wrong. I I think this is just how they write comics because I have had that feeling before, and as as far as I know, it's not tying in with anything going on in Detective Comics. Um, yeah. I sometimes... And, like, this is the thing that, like, really took me out of it the first time I was trying to read it, was that, like, I sometimes could not follow what would happen from, like, one page to the next, because there would just be, like, a, ah, yes, you know this, because you're a DC fan, and I'm like, no, I, I, I don't know this. <laughs> um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so th- that those issues were weird because they had just like Batman interacting with sex workers and like he basically Oof. berates one of them like, oh, you can pick up a phone, can't you? Here, you can get a receptionist job at Wayne Tech and gives her a fucking business card. It's like, this is awful. This is the most mm-hmm. miserable shit in the entire world. Just hated it. And yeah. then I got to 666, which is a story about future Damien in like a, in a Gotham riddled with like a mysterious plagues referred to on the news and global warming and uh, Damien and looks like Lex Luthor. He's like bald and cool and shit. And I'm like, man, this is the shit. This one issue is incredible. <laughs> and then right after that, it like slides into a great uh, J.J. Williams III arc with the the like League of Batman. I don't actually remember what they're called, but uh, like Batman goes to a place with a bunch of other guys who are inspired by Batman from around the world. And there's a murder mystery on this like you know a deserted island where they're all stuck at during the storm, and it's it's incredible it's and it looks great. great. Um, and that stuff rules. And then right after that, it's like a fucking return of Raja Ghoul immediately like Orientalist garbage and the art is terrible. And I'm like, oh God, it really is. And it's just all Morrison. Like it just, <laughs> they just churn out like this roller coaster of emotions where it goes from things I like to things I hate. The artists change arc to arc from things that are miserable to like, you know, James Williams the third, one of my favorite comic book artists. I love the Batwoman run. Um, and so it's just weird. It's just it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, um, I don't know, like, so, I have not read Batman R.I.P., like, that is, like, the next arc, um, because I think you left off at basically the same place that I left off, um, and that is, like, the next arc is, like, Batman R.I.P., which is illustrated by Tony Daniel, who I think is fucking bad, (laughs) and it's part of the reason I've never read that arc, uh, because I just don't like, uh, Tony Daniel, even though I know that is, like, for a lot of people, like, the best part of the Grant Morrison Batman stuff, and people fucking love that shit, um, I just don't like the art, and I would love to know, like, is he supposed to be, like, filling in for Andy Kubert? Because he's a lot closer to, like, Kubert's style than, like, J.H. Williams' style or whatever, yes. but, um, Andy Kubert just fuck not mops the fucking floor with Tony Daniel. <laughs> yes. Um, 
even me, the person who does not like like uh, 2000s comics art, is like, uh, I really like the first couple issues and just like what Andy Kubert's doing in that book. So um, I'm going to try and press through and like read Batman R.I.P. this week, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to keep plugging away, but like in the middle of all the other stuff I'm reading, I just kind of am like, man, who gives a shit about Batman? Like all, like once again, I'm drawn to like the, the conclusion of all Batman media, at least to me as someone who got into Batman at a very specific time, which is Batman matters in the, like a vehicle to the people that Bruce ends up surrounding himself with. And that's the thing. Yeah, that was the, uh, the very last episode of, um, Harley Quinn I just watched is like, Batman is in that episode, but it's not about Batman. It's about like Batman's relationship to Gordon, um, and his relationship to, um, like Harley a little bit, um, in a sort of mm-hmm. roundabout way, uh, in a way that's like a lot more fun sometimes than like an actual like Batman story where he just goes and have you, up the have villains. you read the Injustice comics? Um, I read a little bit of them. I feel like I read maybe the first season, maybe the first okay. season and a half. The way Batman and Harley relate in that show reminds me of the relationship they have in the Injustice comics. Yeah, where, like, for sure. Batman's just kind of waiting around for Harley to like realize that she's not actually a villain. It's like you—you you could be great if you just applied yourself a little bit. <laughs> Stop being like this. <laughs> um, that was which the- is what Ivy wants, also just in a very different way. <laughs> Um, I was a really big fan in, um, the Harley Quinn show of how, um, cause like, um, the sort of like Batman Joker relationship in a lot of stuff where like, oh, they need each other is like there, but it feels a much more like, oh, they're like destined to just like keep doing this forever. Uh, I really like, uh, coming at it from a sort of like, no, these two are just like kind of fucked up people who have a codependency. I like that, uh, take on it a lot more. It's very fun and goofy. Um, yes. The way that like, it's not saying, oh, they're boyfriends, but like, they're much more involved with each other um, than um, Joker and Harley are, and that's how Harley is able to, like, realize that, like, Joker does not give a shit about her, because he just cares about Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, the and Joker also- in the show is, like, miserable. There's, like, nothing fun about him. I fucking hate that guy. It- like, he's fucking miserable, and also, like... It's not that the actor is bad, but it's that the actor is so powerfully trying to do Mark Hamill and, like, not getting there, <laughs> you know? But also, like, I, I mean, I think the show goes out of its way to, like, illustrate that the Joker is, like, tedious, right? Like, yes. there's just nothing, like, he's not a he's not a magnetic personality. Like, there's nothing, like, outside of his antics, there isn't any there there. He's just, like, a guy who's on his bullshit in, like, a way where you're like, I'm, I've seen all this. This sucks. No one, mm-hmm. Nobody likes this. <laughs> uh, Harley's the only one who has any tolerance for it. <laughs> um, Does that bring us into this episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series, I guess? Yeah, sure. This episode is Be a Clown, the ninth episode. Uh, this was written by Ted Peterson and Steve Hayes, directed by Frank Parr. Uh, this aired September 16th, 1992. Autumn. Five sentences. Let's go. All right. Uh, sentence one. Um, Mayor Hill um, is doing a speech promising to clean up Gotham City. Um, 
but he's rudely interrupted by Batman in pursuit of um, some random fucking criminals uh, and apprehends them and makes Mayor Hill look bad. Um, sentence two. Um, his son, Jordan, is having a birthday party, which is really more about um, his dad like inviting over like people like Bruce Wayne and a senator and stuff and trying to impress them. And his son, Jordan, does not want to fucking be there for his own birthday party. Um, sentence three, uh, the Joker is watching TV at home and feels personally offended by, um, some, like, by something Mayor Hill says about, like, oh, Batman and Joker are cut from the same cloth, and so Joker is like, I'm gonna go wreck this fucking birthday party. Um, sentence four, he fails at wrecking the birthday party because Bruce Wayne, like, stumbles around and, um fucks everything up for him but at the birthday party jordan is like oh i fucking love this clown guy i want to be a clown i'll go like sneak into the back of his van and run away from home sentence five um batman like tracks down jordan tracks down tracks down the joker beats the tar out of the joker uh and gets jordan safely home uh and the day is saved um um this episode's about the Joker as a protagonist of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> explain what you mean, because I think I know, but please explain. So this, so this episode opens with Mayor Hill being like, "We're gonna build some new apartments, and we're gonna we're gonna build a safer, better Gotham." We already know what safer, better Gotham means. It means Blackgate Penitentiary on the fucking like river. Right. Um, Mayor Hill's literally the villain of Gotham, like one of the major villains of Gotham City. He's like inept, but he's also evil. Like yes. he's just a shitty politician who is not like on the take, but the things he wants are bad for people just yes. straight up. That's yes. just who he is. Yes. And Joker's whole deal here is to show up at this birthday party and murder all the politicians. <laughs> that's a, that's a good thing. I'm not against this. <laughs> you know what? You're right about that. <laughs> It just so happens Bruce Wayne is here, and he's here in, like, Batman contemptibly mocking the people Bruce Wayne hangs out with. Like, he just shows up, and he's got an attitude, and he brought a huge gift, and he's like, you know the, like, Kill Bill speech about, like, Clark Kent is Superman's critique of the human race? This Bruce Wayne in this episode is Batman's critique of the rich of Gotham, I swear to God. Because he's just coming in, and he's, like, bumbling with his giant package, and Mayor Hill's like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, my child is eight years old, and I put him in a suit, and he's acting out because I, his dad doesn't love him enough. And you know how kids are, and Bruce is like, no, I don't. <laughs> i was barely a kid when i was one and i don't know any uh and just like he, he just sits there and he's like kind of like snide throughout the first half of the episode there's a bit um there's a bit where he oh where he like pushes the like the cake when he realizes what's happening into the water and just kind of like walks away like you know smug that he thwarted the plan to murder everyone yeah. he seems to genuinely be enjoying being bruce wayne being an asshole in this episode <laughs> He's like, I'm just taking the afternoon off, and oh, shit, I couldn't. Oh, well, I love being Batman better anyway, so whatever. Yes. <laughs> um, like, this episode is about, like, two tweeners. Like, neither one is a good guy. Neither one of them is, like a, sto like, a huge bad guy. Just kind of being annoyed having to deal with Mayor Hill's kid. Like, they both feel some weird responsibility for this child, but mostly resent having to deal with him. And yeah, how that because, bounces like, off each other. It's weird. <laughs> because, like... Joker is kind of like, 
well, it would be fucked up if I killed the kids, so I'm going to tell them to get away from this dynamite, but I'm not going to do much to, like, safeguard them from the dynamite. But, like... Yes. Um, and, like, he keeps being like, well, it would be kind of fucked up if I killed Jordan, so I will, like, watch out for him a little bit, but I'm mostly here to fuck with Batman's day. Um... This is also the first episode where uh, Joker is just sitting around watching TV and is like, I'm going to just fuck with Batman today, um, which is seemingly every Joker plot in every piece of media is that Joker is just a guy who watches too much fucking TV. Everyone, everyone always says like the thing with the problem superheroes that they're like reactionary forces. The Joker is the reactionary force here. All he does is read Batman's press and get pissed off. Like that's his whole deal (laughs) to the point where like, that is the thing that is constantly being parodied in uh, the Harley Quinn TV show in a way that was very funny to me because like every single episode of Harley Quinn starts with her, like reading a blog post about her and being like, well, I got to fucking prove these people wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Joker, the Joker invented being mad on, line in the 30s <laughs> <laughs> oh we get to- back to talking about the like real episode in just a second but i wanted to point out that at mayor hill's press conference there's a guy and i have to stress this is also a show where we've seen batman with a laptop um there's a guy like physically like cranking the camera so that like the film can run through it as if that's still yes. like a real thing like it's <laughs> Like, there is a film camera that needs to be, like, cranked by a human, and also laptops in this world, because this show is great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I just, the motivations here are just weird, like, the Joker barely reads as a villain, and, like, we've seen him do stuff, this is kind of like, the show's still kind of early, and also, like, they're butting up against standards and practices, but, like, I, when I think of the Batman and series Joker, I think of, like, Mask of the Phantasm or, like, uh, the uh, Batman Beyond movie, uh, Return of the Joker or stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think of Joker as, like, genuinely menacing. Yeah. And here he's just kind of, he has kind of a bad plan, but it's, like, a plan I don't really care if it succeeds or not. Um, and he just kind of shows up as a shitty, he wears clown makeup over his clown makeup. Like, you literally, like, the <laughs> big clown, like, face paint, like, the red lips are over his normal red cl- Joker lips. So, like, different colors it's weird it's such a weird look for him (laughs) (laughs) well and it's funny because like mark hamill because joker like shows up at the birthday party doing a even more exaggerated clown voice as he's like lisping and like um yeah he's like he's like going for like an edwin kind of thing yeah and like I can't tell if the Joker gets tired of doing that voice or if Mark Hamill gets tired of doing that voice or both because, like, just gradually over the next six minutes, he just drops it. He just, like, <laughs> like bit by bit, he'll, like, do, like, one word in just his normal Joker voice. And by, you know, by the time he's back at his lair, he's like, all right, I'm just fucking talking like the Joker now. Fuck this. <laughs> yes. Um... What was I going to say? It was something else about the Joker. Um, I totally lost it. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, I do like how, like, me, like, when he realizes Jordan is stowed away on his stolen clown vehicle is now with him, like, the range of emotions of being, like, upset, like, things are going wrong, like, this is, this is way worse than he thought, then, like, mad at the kid, and then, like, wait a second, I can use this, um, Mm -hmm. is good. I like seeing all that happen. Like, over the course of, like, a minute as he just goes through these emotions here. 
<laughs> um Though this kid is a, this kid is like the most tragic child in the world. Bruce Wayne oh with his God. dead parents has not had a worse time than Jordan Hill, <laughs> son of Mayor Hill, whose dad doesn't love him, who uh, is stuck in a suit with a with the world's worst receding hairline at eight years old or whatever. Uh, <laughs> And, and his dad's friends like barely put up with him. Batman saves him out of obligation, but clearly doesn't give a shit. The Joker's like, I can use you, kid, but clearly doesn't actually care that much. <laughs> Mostly mad that uh, this kid doesn't have the gumption for murder at his young, tender age. Um, <laughs> he just and at the end, it's like, oh, you're reunited with your dad, who's like, ah, oh, here's the best birthday hug ever. And it's like this. You're just gonna go back to being Mayor Hill. This doesn't solve anything. No, this is you're an asshole. <laughs> And then Batman gives him a thumbs up. Is like, not my problem, kid, and flies off. <laughs> <laughs> Batman just gives him a thumbs up and walks away. It's great. <laughs> there's a, there's a bit early on where interested Jordan doing some magic tricks. Like you know what a normal. I I loved magic as a kid. I was like, oh, I'll learn some magic tricks. And his son comes into the room and goes, "What are you doing, messing with those stupid tricks?" I'm like, you are the worst father ever. <laughs> He's fucking eight. Leave him alone. <laughs> um. <laughs> just miserable i mayor hill sucks in like normal politician ways throughout the rest of the show but this episode there's just he's so contemptible to me. <laughs> um what else what else um yeah i just like he's fucking contemptible and like it's not even like fun it's just like oh yeah here's just like this shit guy um and there's just like nothing fun happens when he's on screen he's just hanging out being awful and it's just like it feels needless in some way you know mm, yes um um when um when the joker captures batman he puts him in the houdini like water torture chamber or whatever mm-hmm. like you know the ear in the straight jacket you're upside down feet shackled which is like the famous houdini escape thing batman and the joker because like this is you know this episode came out 92 there's there's computers but it's pre-internet uh the idea that batman and the joker are just like doing famous like death defying trap like can do you spot this reference things at each other is very funny (laughs) to me Um, in the extended like they're actually just like obsessed with each other uh and can't like (laughs) Because, like, in the modern era, you'd be like, oh, everyone knows about the Houdini's upside-down water torture escape attempt. But, like, they, you know, this is obscure knowledge in 92 and fake 30s. Yeah, that's the, um, it's fucking funny because, like, um, Batman, like, Joker, like, hatches this plan in, like, 20 minutes. He's like, uh, I don't know, I'll kidnap this guy and then, uh, I guess I'll show up at the party and dynamite. I don't fucking know. Um, and then Batman shows up. He's like, uh, I've got the Houdini escape thing. I guess I'll just do that. And Batman is, like, pretty unbothered by it. It just seems like there's not a lot of, like, um, a lot of Joker plots are like, ah, yes, my, like, machinations lay undetected for years. I, uh, like, I've got two boats with different bombs on them and blah, blah, blah. And this one is just like, I had a Saturday afternoon and I just wanted to like get Batman's <laughs> He's attention. Just making it up as he goes along. <laughs> yes. It's just like, ah, it's 3 PM and I did all the things I wanted to do. What's next? Ah, we're going to trap the Batman. And Batman's like, surprise. I trained under Zintara, which we'll figure we'll find out in like 40 episodes. The whole episode <laughs> where Bruce Wayne has been trained in stage magic for like a year. <laughs> but uh, Batman also doesn't 
care that much. He's like, uh, I guess if the kid helps me escape from the tank, that's great. Otherwise, like, I'll figure it out. Uh, it's been a while since I've done this one, but, like, I'll figure it out. Um, like, he gets out of the straitjacket immediately, and Joker's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there's just... And then there's, then there's a whole big action scene on a, on a... Uh, roller coaster, which I only remember because much like every other episode that we've covered so far, these are all pulled for levels for the, uh, like Genesis and SNES Batman games. <laughs> you absolutely have a boss fight with Joker on some, uh, you know, carts that are going along a track. There's also like five one liners from Batman in this episode. This, uh, in the roller coaster scene, um, he like throws Joker into the water and he's like, you always knew how to make an exit. Um, like, Batman is just doing, like, jokes constantly, and I do, I was just thinking about how much I love Kevin Conroy, like, um, really struggle to, like, be Batman while also delivering Batman one-liners, it's really funny, um, going from, uh, I forget who plays him in Brave and the Bold and Harley Quinn, but going from that guy Uh, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader is, like, a perfect one-liner Batman, I don't really think of Batman as a one-liner guy, but that version of Batman loves a one-liner. Right, whereas, like... Kevin Conroy is like, I'm trying to sound self-serious while also saying uh, things like, garbage collection is normally on Mondays, but I'll make an exception for you. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, because like that stuff that I associate with like Superman and like Flash when we get to Justice League, um, mm-hmm. and it's interesting seeing them like already go, like try to go to that wall with Batman, and just he's just not a character that can support that. We, no. need, we need Robin back. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, there are... The thing that makes Batman fun is that everybody around him is joking and giving one-liners, and then he frowns, you know? <laughs> yes. That's, that's the thing I like about that Harley Quinn joke. We keep going back to this because we're both excited about it. But, like, the version of Batman there, every, like, it's, you know, everyone else is, like, swearing up a storm and talks very normally, and uh, that Batman is very much, like, super friends, self-serious, and I love that about him. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, I do really, I do really love the Kevin Conroy Batman, but, um, they're just like, and I'm enjoying it, but they're not playing to Kevin Conroy's strengths by giving him so many fucking, uh, no, like he's, he's a, like this is a comedy episode, and the thing about Batman the Animated Series Batman is I feel like it's a, it's like a a hopeful, but often very sad show. Like if it's not being bittersweet, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, I almost think of it in the same way as, like, I think of, like, the Simpsons of this same time period where, like, there are constantly episodes that are like, oh, that's really sad, but, oh, at the end of the day, like, Marge and Homer, like, resolved their problem and, like, you know, it's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. and, like, I feel like this show, like, operates in the same register a lot of the time and it's, it's good. Um, and I can't... I can't think of an episode we've done so far that really hit that in the way that I wanted because it is still sort of like figuring out like the space between like show for kids and like what it actually is, you know, um, I guess maybe the pilot, maybe the pilot is like, yeah, on other wings is definitely that. Yeah. Um, I think nothing to fear does pretty well. Um, oh yeah. Nothing to fear for sure. Oh man. Nothing to fear is good. Yeah. I mean, we're about to get into some, some ones of these. Yeah. uh, Like, we're about to get to Heart of Ice. Uh, literally next week we're doing Two Face. Like, we'll get there. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, yeah. It's just, uh, 
Also, like, this is, what, the third Joker episode we've had? In the, I know. I feel like I'm already tired of the Joker. Yes. <laughs> Which is, like, a problem yes. with modern Batman in general, because the Joker's fucking everywhere now. But I'm like, I know that he's not in that many episodes, but it feels like we've just been, like, oversacked with Joker stuff. And, like, my favorite Joker episodes are ahead of us. Like, yes. you know, we get to Joker's favor or something, and I, I love that episode. I think yeah. it's great. But, um. I'm I'm tired of seeing this man. <laughs> They're they like it feels like they don't really know what to do with the Joker yet. Like he is just the bad guy who laughs a lot. Um yes. and like I feel like in the future episodes, like they're gonna use him a lot better than they have been so far. Um Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah um, um here's hoping. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does just kind of suck that like I love Joker in the show. Um, we we've had, just had three episodes of him already, and I would like to you know move it along. I do think it's telling that like you know Batman's in Justice League, but almost like there's like two Joker episodes, but there's like no Batman villains in that show. Like they just doesn't matter. That stuff is left behind because they've they've done it all. Like I yes. and I see how they ran out of room for doing Joker stories with the amount they've done it so far even. Yeah. Well, they run out of room for doing Joker stories and also if you had any of those sorts of stories to tell, like I'm pretty sure Batman Beyond is running concurrently and that is yeah. like a place where you can do Batman villains but in a fresh new way. Um where like yeah, like, you do 60 episodes of the show, and you, maybe you feel like, ah, oh, we need to take a break from Batman stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, But, you know, it is what it is. It's it's so weird, given that we haven't even introduced, like, most of the villains yet, that we're just going to Joker. I mean, Joker's the big one, and, like, this is a post-Batman 89 world, so, like, there's the Joker. Um, we'll get right. Catwoman and Penguin soon, which is, you know, the other movie that that's coming out, just came out, one of those, just came out, I think. So. Yeah, that's the thing is that um, I, in my memory, like, the first, like, 20 episodes of the show are just, like, introduce new villain, introduce new villain, and that has not been um, what the show is, uh, yeah. and we're about to get into that stretch. Like I say, we're about to get Two-Face, uh, I, Mr. Freeze, and Cat uh, Catwoman, like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back almost, Um but it hasn't been that yet, and I'm just like a little restless, you know. Yeah, we got a we got a penguin episode coming up. Uh, oh right, yeah. We got Clayface coming up. Uh, that's in a while. That's like episode twenty, but I'm mm-hmm. excited for that. Feet of Clay is a fucking cool episode. Yeah, it is. Um, um. we've got that weird guy who can turn invisible. Uh, just an episode I remember very well. That's all. <laughs> it's not an actual character, but. Um, yeah, no, it's just strange seeing the stuff, like, the show feels, like, On Other Wings is so good. It is, like, a, like, quintessential top five episode of this show, I think, and just watching it kind of flounder early on is, like, really surprising to me, because all I remember are the hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's been good episodes so far, but we haven't, yeah. like, we have not hit the heights that I know that the show is gonna hit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, this, like, 
this vision of Batman is just it, it it's the Batman that only exists in the early nineties before like Bat Family stuff really explodes in comics and starts trickling out and you know, there's Batman and there's Robin and they're gonna introduce Nightwing, but it's like not a cool Nightwing. That the Nightwing in the animated series fucking sucks. What a dweeb. <laughs> it doesn't help that like this is default Batman to me, and so yes. anytime that like I read something that has like a or watch something that has like a different Batman, I'm like, ah, cool, interesting new Batman. Whereas I watch Batman here, I'm like, this is what Batman is. Like, this is what he's fucking like. Uh, I love this guy. I love him with my entire heart. Uh, but like, I just want to see him stretch his wings a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's weird because like the animated series Batman to me is er, is like early like like maybe dick grayson's around but it's like early career batman right like first 10 years of being batman batman and then when you get into the i can't imagine kevin conroy interacting with like stephanie brown right like it just right. doesn't parse for me <laughs> like huntress like huntress is in justice league but huntress being like part of the bat family doesn't work in a kevin conroy world to me like i just don't think that's a guy who could like interact with that lady in that way right like it just doesn't i, I my brain falls apart <laughs> Um, um, yeah. And it's interesting, like, getting into the comics and being like, the Batman that's, like, my ideal, like, mid-late career Batman just doesn't work with this guy. And also, that's kind of where my interest in Batman is more now, mm-hmm. as someone who's, like, older, but, uh, and read more stuff. But also, like, it's good to go back to the stuff. It's just, it feels so limited by, like, the idea that we're making, like, a grounded show and it's not going to be about, like, magic and shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. half the fun of Batman is when he runs across, like, weird monsters and is like, well, I'm Batman. What do I do about this thing? <laughs> That's why All Mother Rings is good because All Mother Rings is about a D- Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but it's a giant bat monster. And it's like, That's sick. How does Batman handle a bat monster? I mean, yeah, like, that was the, uh, a thing I said in, like, one of the earlier episodes of the show was, like, I like when, um, Batman is like, like a, like noir detective guy interacting with like EC comics shit. Yes. You know, we, we do um, get like, there's an episode way late where like Etragon shows up and you're like, this is like outside yes. the realm of what the show was even <laughs> capable of when it started. Yes, for sure. Um, and like, yeah, I just love like, if you like, I like this version of Batman when he's straight laced detective guy interacting with like, you know, the otherworldly or like just genre fiction shit, you know? Um, yes. and mostly we've got just like straight laced Batman stories so far. Um, yeah. and there have been some good ones and there have been some like mid ones. And I just think this is a mid one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it suits, suits the show's strengths at all. No, but you know, it's fine. Like I had a good time, but I'm like, don't ask Kevin Conroy to be funny like this. It's funny when he, like, plays a straight man against Clark Kent, not when he's, like, trying to do one-liners against the Joker. Like, Right. That's uh, that's Terry's thing, not Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Terry is just Peter Parker. That's why I love that show. Yeah. I mean, they figured out, like, that's literally, like, Return of the Joker is, like, the whole thing is, like, you, yeah, you, you could, you had something to play off against when Batman was your straight man. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that Batman. I was looking at it the other day. Uh, Return of the Joker might be the first, like, definitely the first Batman movie I ever saw. It might be, like, the first, like, wow. Batman thing I ever saw, other than, like, some reruns of this show or The Batman, the cartoon that oh, followed it's, it. It's so late in my, like, watching Batman career. Like... That, like 
Because I, 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 I didn't really, I didn't really get into Batman Beyond when it came out. I was like, oh, they made a young, like the the selling point. I was already too old for. It's like, oh, they made Batman, but he's a kid now. That sucks. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> and then I, I missed the part where like the shows, like I've seen the first season and I like, like I saw it as an adult. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And I've seen the movie, but I'm not like up on Batman Beyond. I just because it, it missed mm-hmm. me at the time. It was. It was like a thing that I watched a lot, but like did not. I watched it a lot at a young enough age that it was like made an impression on me, but I haven't ever revisited it since like it was on Cartoon Network when I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I was just like looking through like. I was like looking at Batman Beyond stuff for some reason. I was like, you know what? I, now that I think about it, like I remember Return of the Joker specifically like making a big impression on me because it is like a dark and weird thing <laughs> um and also i was like who is this cool different batman because i'd seen bits and bobs of this show but like this like the J- return of the joker like made an impression on me in a way that i kind of forgot about um mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry i was reading the wikipedia page for return of the joker and i forgot about the uh stuff that was cut from it because of columbine um yeah what a weird thing <laughs> Um, that movie's got a lot of weird stuff around it. A lot of weird stuff around it. The turn of the century was just a weird time. Um, <laughs> um, God, that's the, cause that has like the Granny Harley, right? Who turns yeah. out to be the, yeah, that stuff's all fucking weird. This stuff's fucking weird. Um, maybe, it, what if I just watch that movie this week and just like report back? <laughs> You could, like, we'll eventually probably cover it, but that doesn't, that'll be years from now if we get there, so. Right, exactly, that's what I was thinking about, um, like, I would love to talk about Batman Beyond, but, like, I don't know, like, I could just fucking watch Return of the Joker, it's not like I'm gonna spoil myself on a movie I saw when I was six. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think that's it. Um, next time we will be back and we will be covering Two-Face. Do we want to do part one or do we just want to do part one and two? We should probably just do part one and two. Let's just do it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to split that up. We'll plenty to talk about. Um, good. I'm yeah. excited. Um. I fucking love these episodes. We have a new podcast. That's, that's the big plug. We have oh, a new fucking podcast. We launched a new podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and me and our co-hosts, uh, Nora and Jackson, are all sitting down together every other week to read through the works of J.R.R. Tolkien and lead up to the Amazon TV. It's not because we're excited for the TV show. It's because we need to get it done before the TV show breaks our brains and we can't enjoy doing this yes. anymore. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I am, like, kind of excited, but excited in, like, negative ways to watch that show. Anyway, um, it is called Bag End Book Club. It's on the Export Audio Network. Uh, episodes will come out every other Sunday. Episode zero is already up. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode one covering the first half of The Hobbit will be up on Sunday for patrons on Sunday the 29th. Yep. Um, and then it'll come out a week later for on the free feed. But if you're already subscribed to this Patreon, you'll just get that episode. So, you know, yeah. works so- out. So yeah, if you're subscribed to this Patreon, you've got episode zero now, you'll get episode uh, one soon, and then if you're not subscribed, exportodd.io slash bagendbookclub is where you can find the free feed. Nice. Um, I might also make, like, slash Middle Earth, maybe. Um, just give people options if they can't remember it, so yeah. Slash Hobbits. That's good. Slash Hobbits. I fucking love Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible people, but I do love them. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, we should do proper plugs. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. All the other podcasts at exportodd.io. Um, we just recorded a new episode of Hot Singles with Boo Cannon, um, and it was a fucking blast. I have not edited that yet. It'll be up two days after um, this Gotham City Limits is up, so look forward to that. Uh, it's fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find all of my podcasts at normalmapping.com. Um, if you would like some more talk about a pseudo Batman, uh, on the Great Gundam Project, which you can find at patreon.com slash normalmapping, we just finished Big O, which is a show led by people who worked on Batman the Animated Series on the animation side, um, in Japan making an anime that's what if, what if Bruce Wayne was in a big robot and we finished it and it was really cool. So that's more that of out. a super robot show, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. Sounds um, fucking cool. It is. It was very I ended up liking it way more than I thought I would. It was very good. He's got an Alfred. It, it's great. It's a good time. Um, there's Commissioner Gordon type. Yeah, it's just Batman. They just made Batman again. Um, <laughs> and uh, this episode, this podcast you can find, of course, at exportodd.io slash Batman. We come out every Monday. Uh, you get an episode a week early if you subscribe to the Patreon, exportodd.io for $1. That's how you get Bag in Book Club on time properly also. So, you know, you've a dollar you should probably hand it over yeah not to be pushy but you know give us the fucking money also uh if you want more um like for five dollars you get godzilla's not dead a godzilla podcast that nora and i do um if we end up covering any like like the bakshi movies or something for back end book club that'll be for five dollar patrons um yeah yeah um if you don't, of course, subscribe, that's fine. Like, I understand things are hard. I, I'm, all, I'm also unemployed uh, right now. Uh, just uh, share the podcast. I, yeah. You know, getting the word out is important because uh, we're bad about plugging stuff, honestly. If you if you have a friend who likes Batman, um, you should just tell them about this podcast. And I'm going to venture a uh, guess and say you have a friend who likes Batman in your life. You yeah. probably know someone who likes Batman. <laughs> yeah, you can come in the Discord and yell recommendations at me. There's someone in the Discord the other day because I'd asked you last week about Jason. Like, is there any good Jason Todd stories that like him as a character? And they were like, no, because he's been fucking stuck under Judd Winnick, right? Who's been writing him forever? I think and so. That, there's no good that comes from Judd Winnick writing you. Yeah, <laughs> miserable. Someday for this podcast, I'm gonna like, like accidentally end up needing to read a jeff johns comic to understand a comic i actually want to read and that's going to be fucking miserable <laughs> i read some jeff johns comics it's not the best time in the world you could do much better i i might have gone my whole life so far never reading jeff johns comics but i, I it's somehow I read, gonna happen i read uh the big like the big green lantern stuff like blackest night and stuff mm -hmm. like that this was back by the last time I was into big two comics. I was like, I've read Nightfall and I've read Death of Superman. What's next? And the answer was the Green Lantern thing. I don't give a shit about the Green Lantern. <laughs> so it was a bad time. There is no amount of money on Earth you can pay me to care about the Green Lantern. <laughs> I I really actually really liked that show, like the 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 CG show that they did. I thought that was Oh, I never cool. saw that. It's good. It's it's just Star Trek, but Green Lantern, because it's like them in space and going on adventures and shit. So I do remember being a kid, and um, I really like Green Lantern. I do really like Green Lantern in the Justice League cartoon. Um, and finding out when um, right, his name is John Stewart, which is always funny. That's yes. yeah. Finding out when John Stewart is like not the uh main Green Lantern guy, I was like, well, I never care. I will never care about this property ever a fucking again because I don't know who Hal Jordan is and I don't care. 
The thing that happened to me is after I watched Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, I really got into Justice League International. So I like fucking uh, the Guy Gardner like shitty Green Lantern. I hear JLI is good. Maybe I'll read JLI. I don't know. It's it's like good in like. I should probably read like the that famous run of Teen Titans, right? Like the the Wolfman stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's kind of like that, but like you know, kind of aged up. It's just like ah, Batman assembled all the sea stringers, and then they just fucking are bad at their jobs. But in like not in a way where that's the gimmick necessarily. Just like it's hard being a workaday superhero stuff. I have read like a couple issues of that Wolfman um, Perez. Um teen titan stuff and the Mm. problem is that like like i watched so much teen titans the show as a kid that like like that is just straight up adapting so much of the wolfman stuff that i'm like i have a version of this story in my heart already that is pretty identical but i like it more so like i'm got i'm not getting anything from this other than i think perez is a pretty good artist like i really like george I, perez. yeah i love uh, perez's art is great uh yeah. like his post-crisis wonder woman stuff is like fucking love it some of my favorite superhero book uh, yeah yeah just like internet like i brave and the bold got really into booster gold and uh blue beetle mm. uh, both versions of blue beetle because it covers like that whole arc really well um and, uh, you know, that's where you go for the, you know, original Blue Beetle stuff is Justice League International, basically. I know, like, I don't know fuck all about Booster Gold or Blue Beetle, except that, like, people who are really into DC are like, oh, these guys fucking rule. <laughs> when we cover Raven the Bold, you'll know. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I see it. I get it. It's good. Um, let's get out of here. I gotta pee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Till next week. Batman. Batman. Batman.